This episode was sponsored by Critical Dice and the Endless Bag of Dice. Welcome to the Compendium, a resource designed to help you spend less time learning D&D and more time actually playing. Uh, but like even at level two, they have danger sense, which is cool, but it's not going to break the game or anything. Uh, you can kind of sense when things aren't like they should be. Uh, so you have advantage on deck saving throws against effects that you can see, that you can see like traps and spells and dragon's breath. Um, and you can't be blinded, deafened, or incapacitated for that to work. And that's all they get it to. Mm-hmm. But um, and, yeah, again, that's still like... That can oh, be very that can that can really be difficult for a DM because you'll be like suddenly mm-hmm. roll for you know roll a dexter. It's like, is this something I can see? And you're like, yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, I misspoke. There is one other thing, reckless attack. Um, basically, what you can do is when you make your first attack on your turn, which is important because later on they get multi-attack or extra attack rather, um, you can decide to attack recklessly. It gives you advantage on the melee weapon attack using strength very specifically during this turn, but attack rolls against you have advantage until your next turn. So you can do it the first attack, but it grants that same advantage to your foe. Now, hopefully they're not still, you know, alive uh, by the end of your turn, but, you know, stranger things have happened. Yeah, kind of like your your Hail Mary or the Mm -hmm. But it's actually a really great feature because as the roll is a tank, what it's doing is kind of goading your foe to keep focusing on you because they have advantage as opposed to your squishy friends. Mm-hmm. So there's actually a lot of like rhyming reason to this and there's a good reason to do it other than just the advantage. Right. So that's level two. You do get another perk at level three. Level three, you do only get one, which is the primal path. Right. That's the subclass, which we'll get into those here in a second. So um and then they get uh, ASI's ability score improvements at 4th, 8th, 12th, 16th, and 19th. Because again, they're assuming you're going to want to beef up your strength or your, not that you couldn't take feats, but it makes sense mm-hmm. that they're getting so many ability score improvements because the chances are good that you want to beef up your con or you want to beef up your strength to keep hitting harder and hitting faster. Right. Yeah, basically every four levels are going to get something, uh, which is pretty common for a martial class. That's, yeah, great. Um, and um, then at fifth level, extra attack. So instead of uh, when you attack, uh, you can attack twice, um, which again, I, I always say this, but when you take the attack action, you may attack twice now. You do not get two actions. So if you attack once, you can't go, well, can I do this with my other action? You don't have another action. You chose your action. And there's two attacks hidden inside of it. So can you define the difference between an extra attack and multi-attack? Monsters have multi-attack. PCs have extra attack. Okay, they're the same thing mechanically. It's just they're called different things if you're the bad guy or the good guy. Mm -hmm. Okay. And sometimes multi-attack will have um, multiple different kinds of attacks that they can do with their action. Um, like attack twice with the claws, once with a bite and a tail, right? Mm-hmm. Or like high level dragons can use fear, slash twice and bite twice, you know? So um, it's a bit more um, diverse typically for multi-attack, but extra attack is more or less the same thing. Right, okay, that clears that up. Um, and then also at fifth level, you get your fast movement. 
So your right. speed increases, which if you, if you follow along with that whole, like you respect and like hold in awe animals in nature, especially ones that feel like they're cornered or other things, like they get very fast when they're mm -hmm. in that sort of environment. So it makes sense following that mindset. Right. Yeah. So extra 10 feet while they aren't wearing heavy armor. And I love like this little nod to like adrenaline, maybe I kind of like that. Um, and then seventh level, uh, feral instinct, uh, you have advantage on initiative roles again, because you want to go first because you want to be up there in combat and protect your friends. Um, and if you're surprised, if they have the surprise condition and you're not incapacitated, uh, you aren't surprised, um, but only if you enter your rage before doing anything else. So okay. basically, if, if someone gets the drop on you, um, that first round of combat, you have the surprise condition, which means you basically can't do anything. But a seventh level barbarian can, provided the first thing they do is rage. And then now they're fast enough to, you know, kind of move, even though normally everyone else would be like, wait, what's going on? And they've already like destroyed the thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then brutal critical, which again, this is where they start to be a bit more damage dealers, level nine. Um, you can roll additional weapon damage when determining the extra damage for a critical hit with a melee attack. And that increases to two additional at 13th level and three additional at 17th level. Um, yeah. And I mean, you were already using heavy hitting dice mm -hmm. for our weapons to begin with. So, right. So if you're using that, you know, that uh, great axe, it's now 2d12 and a critical rules as written lets you double the dice. So that's four D twelve. Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't fall into the category of like um your bonuses because it's just right. your your weapon is more powerful in and of itself mm -hmm. now. Yeah, and then you can add that plus like three or four to the rage plus your strength. And yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. And then there's people who will add things like um bugbears and half orcs that also can do that to where it's like. 10d12 you're like what mm -hmm. yeah. it's ridiculous um and then at level 12, uh, 11 uh, relentless rage you can keep fighting even though you probably should be dead uh, if you drop to zero hit points while you're raging and you don't die outright which means you double, know yeah yeah double your max or you know disintegration or something um, that kind of bypasses zero you make a dc 10 constitution saving throw uh -huh, constitution if you succeed you go to one hit point instead. Now, every time you do this, though, um, it the DC increases by five, and then oh, after a, mm -hmm. that, that's that's a lot. It does. So it's ten, then fifteen, then twenty, then twenty-five. Um, so that's part of why they're so hard to kill. You know, if you do somehow whittle down all that resistance and hit HP, then they're still up. Yeah. And that's a and natural feature of they've protected of the cleric mm -hmm. who has all of the healing spells that can come over and heal them and, you know, use their action in mid-battle to just keep them going. So, right. Now, the interesting thing is, is that feature doesn't reset when the battle's over. It resets after a long rest. Mm -hmm. So that's like an all-day thing. So if you almost died in the first, second, and third battles, and now you're on the fourth, you might die in this one. You might finally drop. Um, but <laughs> this might be the still. one. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Relentless rage. I love reading through this this list. Feral, brutal, relentless, persistent. Like 
It's just Indom- very on indomitable. Point. Yeah. Yes, indomitable. Yeah. I didn't quite get yeah. to that one. They, they have they have very uh, singular tracks, but they're very good at those tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, brutal critical. We talked about already. Persistent rage at level fifteen. Uh, it's so fierce that it only ends early if you fall unconscious or you choose to end it. So that means it gets rid of the whole. If you didn't attack or didn't take damage, it ends. You can just stay angry until you decide not to be until you choose not to be that's right mm-hmm. uh indomitable might um is at level 18 if your total for a strength check is less than your strength score so 18 20 you can use that score instead you don't even have to that's brilliant mm-hmm. so their minimum for a strength check so like jumping rustling grappling grappling oh my gosh um is just whatever their strength score is as as a floor and then it goes higher than that so so how would you run that as a dm um because a lot of times as dms we don't say what they have to meet we just ask them to roll but mm-hmm. how i mean obviously ideal world you would just remember that they have this feature and be like oh you can just do it but in real world you've got a lot of players and you've got the story in your head so you can't always remember what people's scores are to influence yeah, that everything would you all just the time, say yeah. roll for it and hope that the player is like oh would yes. an 18 hit or would an 18 pass right and so, then if you say no then they roll their dice is that kind of how you'd run that uh no i would say that Features on your character sheet are your responsibility. Um, and so I would have them roll. And if they roll poorly and got a one or a two or something, and it was like a total of a 15, then they're like, okay, because this is 18th level, right? Then you're like, all right, so yeah, 15 is not going to do it. They're like, uh, Donald might. Actually, it's a 20. I'm like, oh, okay, good. So if they forget, then they forget. And, you know, it's, it's Story-wise, like them tapping into that kind of like always there, ready at the the waiting adrenaline that they can kind of like push into a little bit without having to rage. So right. yeah, I, I would just leave it up to the um, to the player. And also just saying you auto-succeed is never a lot of fun in my, in my mind. So that's kind of how I would do it. Okay. I mean, it could be fun, but I think it would be limited because like it'd be fun to be like mm-hmm. everybody except you roll to see if you're strong enough to climb this rope. Oh yeah, something like, like that for sure. <laughs> now, if they're like grappling a dire bear, they're gonna roll because that's more fun. But if they're just like climbing a rope and eh, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> okay, and then at that point, one... the monk can just run up the wall. The right. lizard levitates. That's true. <laughs> and then the barbarian just uses his pinkies to climb the rope. Is fine. Um, right. And then level twenty. This is for all the marbles at level twenty. Primal champion. Your strength and constitution scores increase by four. Your maximum for these scores is now 24. Well, holy, like, wow. So that's a plus seven to your HP, plus all previous levels. (laughs) That's ridiculous. That's so crazy. Yeah, and I like how that too, like, you know, like Monk, I can't remember what, specifically the monk one is but it's basically just like you're immortal essentially yeah you're not. You, but like yeah, there's you these no things, longer age you have proficiency and yeah, all you don't have to eat or drink or there's mm-hmm. these things and then with this one it's like here here's more ability score increases <laughs> which if that shows you how important the the asis are for this character yeah like it anyways. truly is yeah yeah so that's gonna be all of the uh, abilities that barbarians 
every, I should say every barbarian will get levels one through 20. Um, and then there are some extra stuff you get in there too, with your primal paths. You're looking but at me wait, like I'm wrong. There's more. What? Tasha, okay. What book are you in now? Tasha's, Tasha's Sword Coast changed. Adventurer's Guide. We'll get to Sword Coast Adventurer's Guide in a second. No. Tasha's. Tasha's added uh, optional things to every class, basically, especially the ranger. We'll talk about that next time. But basically, uh, you can opt into these uh, at third level. And again, at 10th level, you gain proficiency in one skill of your choice uh, from the barbarian list. Uh, uh, Instinctive pounce, seventh level. As part of the bonus action you take to enter your rage, you can also move up to half your speed. So like the Hulk, just like, you know and then primal knowledge 10th level uh at third level and 10th level uh oh same thing as before okay yeah so you get the extra proficiency that's it that's all just two things do you even get extra bumps every barbarian gets yeah. extra bumps yeah yeah every so no matter no matter what your primal path is which is what we'll get into in just a second um all of those things will be yours for the taking as you level up and don't die in your campaign as a barbarian yes If you don't have enough dice to make it through your game after every single set gets put in dice jail, make sure you check out the critical dice and their endless bag of dice. You can get a new set of dice delivered to your doorstep every single month for as low as seven bucks a month. Compendium listeners can actually also get a special offer by using the code Compendium, C-O-M-P-E-N-D-M, for 50% off of your first month of dice. Just go to thecriticaldice.com and use that code at checkout. We hope you guys enjoyed listening to our conversation this week. If you haven't done so already, it would really help us out if you would take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. The Compendium is also on Patreon. So if you like listening, that is a great way to help contribute to the content that we create. New episodes are available every Tuesday and Friday or Monday and Thursday if you're a patron. And you can always keep up with us between episodes by following us on social media. Just look up the compendium, that's C-O-M-P-E-N-D-M, on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Jason also shares a bunch of great content and plot hooks on his page, The Critical Dice, so make sure that you check him out and follow him as well. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we will see you guys next time.